Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kyrie Irving is a Dallas Maverick. How is the truckwreck.com text line feeling about it? We're going to unleash you with the phone calls uh, during the expressway. We have an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. We have Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Mavs. And now we have Bobby Belt in studio here on DFW Sports Station. What a way to kick off Super Bowl week because I want to wait as long as possible to discuss the Philadelphia Eagles possibly winning the world championship <laughs> so we get to discuss Kyrie Kyrie Irving even while in Phoenix, Arizona when we fly out later today. Here is Woj on ESPN on how the deal got done. The Dallas-Brooklyn talks accelerated quickly today and uh the Mavericks wanted to get, I think both sides wanted to get a deal done. I think Dallas, listen, they may have put more uh, in terms of dra- draft compensation, a draft pick compensation in the deal uh, than they might have. But they wanted to get this thing done. They didn't want to lose Kyrie Irving elsewhere in the league. And also for Brooklyn, they were ready to be done with this Kyrie Irving situation. They got back what they hoped they would which was a point guard, a wing player uh, that they can plug into their lineup right now. They had Spencer Dinwiddie before. They're familiar with him. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, you know, a very good wing player in this league. And now for Brooklyn, they want to get back to work. They've got the three draft picks they got in this trade. They have a future Philadelphia first-round pick, and they'll be aggressive with those picks to go out between now and Thursday's trade deadline uh, to try to get more help around Kevin Durant. So they're going to try to salvage KD before the deadline. They're going to try to use some of the assets to make him want to stay in Brooklyn and be like, yo, we have a better team situation around you. And I hope that the Dallas Mavericks also use the days before the deadline to try to add some defense in here and get rid of the Hardaway or the Bertans contract. But uh, we know that Brooklyn is trying not to be done. Yeah, and, and I don't think they're terrible. Like, I think they did a nice job of getting pieces back that can help them win today. 
uh, that you know maybe not win the championship, but still at least compete and be be a solid team. They're they're not they're not that bad. Spencer Dinwiddie is a really nice player. He doesn't have the overall talent Kyrie does, but you know if you look at some of his other numbers, like his efficiency, like he is not a drop off really at all from Kyrie in terms of some of the things that he can do. Uh, obviously, talent excluded. I mean, the Nets were fourth in the East. I had to go look that up yesterday. Yeah, they weren't a dumpster fire. Yeah. They were not a dumpster and, fire. And KD has been out. So, RJ and I are signing off. Bobby Belt, how are you feeling about the deal? Yeah, look, I mean, anytime you can go get a player of his caliber, anytime you can go get Markeith Morris, you got to do it. Um, <laughs> you know, like, no matter how awkward it may be, that he's Marcus's brother, and that's going to be tough for Luca. Uh, no, I am. We have Luca protection now against Marcus Morris. I'll be honest. By the way, I was about two hours into the Kyrie news before I even realized Markeith Morris was coming here. Um, and, I, and Marcus is still on the Clippers, who Kyrie will debut against on Wednesday night. I look. I was listening to you guys coming in, and this this will end poorly. Like this is a, this isn't a this isn't a question of like could it go but this will end poorly because it ends poorly everywhere. Think about Cleveland. Like he was the man and they were going all these titles and he was a big reason why they won that one with LeBron. He should have been happy there. He wasn't. He basically picked Boston. He had all this talent around him. He should have been happy. He wasn't. Brooklyn Nets were his team growing up. He went there with his best friend. Should have been perfect. It wasn't. Dallas doesn't even have that much working for him as those other three stops, and that ended awfully. And this is somewhere where when you read some of the discussion about where Kyrie wanted to go, it wasn't here. Like, I mean, it wasn't like he was against here, but he wanted to go to the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, he didn't wake up and say, man, eight years old, I can't wait to go play for the Mavericks. Yeah. Right, right. But, I mean, he, he wanted to go to the Lakers. And, you know, so this will, in all likelihood, it's going to end poorly. You just go, how much time do we have? Mm-hmm. How much time do we have before... Like, like, what's the prognosis? It's it's terminal, but what's the prognosis here? How how long do I have until it goes sideways? Yeah. How long do during I have to that, live? During that time, you go, wee, it's fun. Got Kyrie. Turn your head. Look, Kyrie, Christian Wood, Luka on the floor together, that's, that's really difficult for defenses to guard. Like, in terms of just, what, Luka drives, what, you're going to collapse on Luka, and then you get a kick out, and Kyrie can spot up, or then Kyrie can drive, break down the whole defense? Kick out to Christian Wood, if who Christian can create Wood, his own shot. If Christian Wood is still here. He should be. But oh, well, we, we, know, you, we, know, we know better. You got to play, de- play defense, too. You will score 150 points with those players, and They're you will give up to. 151. They're going to need to. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough on defense. They just got – they gave up Dorian Finney-Smith, one of their best defenders. Duh. And <laughs> they, best. Don't, don't disrespect Maxi Kleba like that. Maxi. Uh Gave up Dorian Finney-Smith, and now you're bringing in Kyrie. So, I mean, that net loss on defense is huge. They already were not a great defensive team. Uh, so, I get it, though. You've got to make some sort of signal to Luka that we're serious. Yep. We And we we want to help you, and, and we want to make this work. And as people have pointed out, he's got the relationship with Nico. He's apparently got a ton of respect for Jason Kidd. I'm just saying, he's got a ton of respect for Jason yeah, Kidd. None of, that, none of that means anything. It doesn't mean anything, but I'm just saying, it, it's at least... You've got those positives in place to try and build from. Yeah. Kyrie's 149th in um, in defensive plus minus. Yeah. Uh, it, now, now Luca's very high. I was stunned at how high Luca's become was. a much better defender yeah. this year. I, I was very very surprised on that one, but man, like you know, Kyrie's just not a defensive player. Uh, this is not a defensive. Team. Like I said, you're gonna, they're going to have to score 140. They're going to give up 140 every night. 
they were not going to win the championship this year, period, with the team that they had. Luca was getting frustrated. Cuban was getting destroyed. Uh, artwork was getting washed away in DFW. Uh, so what else were you going to do? Uh, were you going to work something out for DeMar DeRozan? Were you going to work something out for Pascal, Pascal Siakam? This was the gamble that Cuban had to weigh. Do we say no to the imminent problem, the eventual problem, and the ugly ending? Do we say no and count on making something else take place that will keep and make Luca happy? Or do we get him now, pray for two years, and hope for the best? Those are your options. And Those are your options. You, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't think that Mark Cuban is trash and should sell and wasn't going to be able to do anything or add and be upset with this too. Can't, you can't have it both ways. Either you had some faith at the front office. This is going to be my argument with Bassick, who's already up texting. Mike, you convinced all of us that Mark Cuban was too cheap to add and that they weren't going to do anything and Luka Doncic was going to be wearing another jersey. So if you believe they were incapable or weren't going to do anything, then you can't kill this that right. much and be unhappy with this as well. You can't you can't have it both ways. If you don't believe in Cuban in the front office, which I, I would choose to believe that they wouldn't have done something else good enough to win big and keep him here. I, no, I, I agree. I mean, what, what else are they going to do? Because it's also very, very important to look at... There are people throughout the league that think that the Mavericks ripped off the Nets. Okay? We're still talking about Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie. All right? We we are going to overrate them a little bit more in, here in the Metroplex. Why were you able to get Kyrie Irving? Because the Nets needed win-now players. So, compare that to other teams who aren't in a win-now situation, right? Uh, does a blow-up team want Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie? No, they'd rather have Picks. Davis Bertans expiring contracts. That's what they want. So you benefited from the Nets needing to win now and keep to keep Durant happy, and that's why you were able to give away a couple of overall, you know, ba- you know, Q rating wise spares. Spencer Dinwiddie, I totally agree with you. He's a, he's a nice player, but you still gave up Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith for Kyrie Irving. Which on the surface, right on, the surface, on paper, looks like a ripoff. Lo- looks, like, looks like a ripoff. It does. And you, I don't think you were going to be able to get that heavyweight ammunition back to a team that didn't need Dorian Finney-Smith to come in and play defense right now, or Spencer Dinwiddie to support Kevin Durant. Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, you, you were going to send him to a team that was trying to rebuild. You know, they they they, they wouldn't have wanted that. They he- also tried, apparently, according to Mark Stein, to deal Hardaway. And Christian Wood and the Nets said no. Yeah, I mean, look, you were you were gonna have to give up to you know players that are rotational, you know, starters or rotational yeah. guys anyway. A Jay Crowder type. Yeah. I mean Jay Crowder's example. a win now guy. Perfect example. Win now guy. You know, a team that's rebuilding wouldn't care to have Jay Jay Crowder. They want they want picks or they want Contracts that that expire. Besides the Nets owner not wanting to send Kyrie to L.A. and do him a favor, they had no reason to add Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is for a team like the Indiana Pacers. Russell Westbrook is for a team that wants the money off the books. Mm -hmm. 
right? That was the Nets' motivation, win-now guys, and the Mavs were able to take advantage of that. Russ isn't a win-now anything right. at this point in his career. He's not a win-anything. Uh, but, you know, look, you had to do something. If you didn't do anything, what was going to happen is you were going to lose Luka Doncic. That, like, every move the Mavs make or have made uh, needs to be with that, with that in mind, that in, t- in, in maybe not even two years, he was going to say, Mark, it's been real, move me. He wasn't going to wait for the rest of his contract to play out. Yep. He didn't have to. He was going to get moved, and then when the Supermax is available to him, he was going to get it. And he was clearly irritated, right? Uh, Somehow that story got leaked to Tim McMahon. We're all trying to judge Luca's body language at the AAC when it comes to not high-fiving Mark Cuban. The reports say that Luca wanted this. Luca signed off on this. It's always dangerous to trust a superstar in town evaluation. Uh, It's always dangerous to trust a guy as a member of your front office, but maybe a little win here will be appeasing him and Mark Cuban showing if the right situation comes up, I'll move the mountains to get you help. Yeah, and look, I mean, if this doesn't work out, you've moved off of Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie's contracts. This is an expiring contract. You're you're damn near max money yeah. to be able to spend this offseason. And maybe that's one of the pitches. Is, if Kyrie doesn't extend, they're in a near max situation. Right, and so maybe that's one of the ways they pitch it to Luka as well, is say, hey, look, this is what we're going to do to try to help you win now. This will be a nice experiment for us. We'll try to sell them on here. He'll have to sell us on him being the right guy. And if it's not, now we have money to go play with. And I know you love Dodo. I know Spencer's played well with you, but now we got something to go. My question now is going to be, does Kyrie, is Kyrie going to be okay with Mark Cuban? And how? So back in early November, when all the Kyrie Kanye stuff was, or uh, the, the, <laughs> I mean, it was Kanye at the same it time was. too. But the, the Kyrie uh, anti-Semitic stuff was going off. Here were Mark Cuban's quotes about Kyrie at the time. Uh, he was talking about, he said, if there was just some dude on the street corner saying what Kyrie said or Kanye said, you would just assume they're crazy and you would keep on walking. And in that same vein, the week before. He Man, Mark s- loves talking about the str- the streets. Yeah, he does. Seeing someone and walking. Yeah, Mark, noted <laughs> streetwalker Mark Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> he did go on to say later, though, he said, I don't think Kyrie's got a bad heart, but I think he's definitely not educated about the impact his words have, and that's part of the process. Yeah, and I'm sure that'll come back to bite us at some point in time. <laughs> no Sometime. doubt. No doubt. Look, you have, you now have a couple sticks of dynamite. It's probably going to eventually going to Jason Pierre Paul you, but you do have some firepower now. They were lacking firepower. They had they had no volatility. They had nothing to make them a true champion. It's true. Like there's forget about just the interest. They had no firepower, no dynamite, nothing. It's going to blow up at some point. What can happen in a year, year and a half, maybe max two years, maybe uh, a lot. A lot can happen in that time. You could have this thing be blown up in your face. You could have this thing be gone, long gone we could in end, two years. We could end up saying that Mark Cuban mortgaged Luka Doncic on Kyrie Irving. He, he had to. He gambled He gambled Luka Doncic's future on Kyrie Irving. And that sentence alone could put you in a white jacket. Man, man <laughs> I was listening I was listening to the Athletics podcast yesterday about it the Ringer. Oh, what Dane Brugger have to say? It, it, no, different different <laughs> athletic podcast. Uh, I was listening to them talk about it and I, I can't remember which one it was. One of them had said something though about, "Hey, look, same sort of point. You potentially risk 
damaging your future with Luka Doncic by doing this. Yep. And they said, I think it's way too early to start talking about Luka's future and to concern yourself with that. Nobody in Dallas feels that way. It feels <laughs> over the last several months like yes. there's a growing tension of, you guys better fix this. You guys better get me something. Yes. And at least showing a willingness to do it. Absolutely. I think is part of the the olive branch here of, hey, look, we'll at least do it. If it doesn't work out, we'll come up with other plans. But, like, man, we are committed to getting you the best possible talent around you. Man, totally, totally agree. I, I don't I don't agree at all with the phrase that they're mortgaging the future on Kyrie. They, they, they if they didn't get him, they were mortgaging the future. This is it. They had to do it. There there is to me, in my opinion, like if they didn't do nothing, that was far more risky than doing this. They're they're betting on the known or the unknown. For it's the unknown versus the unknown. They yeah. have they have an unknown. Uh-huh. But the other unknown was we may not get anybody. Right. We may not get anything. How this could end up making Luka Doncic look really, really bad to the rest of the NBA. This is a real chance to make Luka look bad. And what Vegas thinks about the Mavericks as a true championship contender now, Sean, RJ, and Bobby right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What does Vegas now think about the Mavericks after they added Kyrie Irving? It's Sean, RJ, and Bobby here on DFW Sports Station. This is what Bet Online sent to me. A trade of this magnitude definitely influences the odds and switching conferences as well. The Mavericks went from 33-1 to to win the title and 8th in the West to 10-1 to to win the championship and second in the West. This is my argument with Jared yesterday. Sandler's like, oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I said, you're a betting guy. I said, this year, sports gun to the head. Would you lay down $1,000 on the Mavs with Kyrie to win it or the team 24 hours ago? Oh, well, neither. I said, no, 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 no. no. Don't take the easy way out now because I got you. Which one would you bet on to win the championship? I know the other team... This is why I didn't want the Lakers to get him. I know the Lakers can't win the championship. 
as as presently constructed. Mm-hmm. If they get Kyrie, there's a there's a wild card in there to to the positive. Like I don't know what you could be. I know you can't win it now. I know the Mavericks couldn't win it with the team they had on Saturday. So I think you have to lay down money. And Vegas is proving right now that the Mavs with Kyrie is a more dangerous threat. They just are. It's just are. it's just really not an argument. Sandler doesn't like this, but he likes Mr. Dozen starts a year. Who? DeGrom. <laughs> At 40 down, million a year. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Who plays, who plays more? Who plays more games <laughs> over the next three years? But here are the NBA championship odds as of this morning. The Celtics are the favorite. That's the other thing in this. Like we can ain't get that good, man. We, we I was, okay. I, floor is yours. Well, I mean, we, you know, we were. I was. I was. I was talking Chris Harley yesterday, Sean. Well, um, and we were just talking like you know they're the best. They're they have the best record, but they're not like some juggernaut team that can't be beat. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 a good team. Okay. Um, like the, 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 the two teams in the East are, in my opinion, prohibitive favorites. Oh, I like, like the, the, whoever is going to the West right now. I'm not saying they're getting slaughtered, but even if this works and we get to the West Finals again or the NBA Finals, they're an all-around good basketball team, very good team. They just don't scare me. You know, they don't scare me. They don't have that. Well, Tatum, if one I mean, guy, if one superstar, they don't scare me. Um, not like. You know, another team, you know, Milwaukee scares me more because of the Giannis factor, even though Tatum's fantastic. What What do you mean they have one star? They have Jalen, like Jalen Brown's a star. Uh, you you have a bad, you have a bad, Sean and I have a much higher threshold on stars. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, he's not a, like, he's not a star. threshold of, like, rock star, superstar. Uh, but in terms of, like, well, okay, like, are we he's talking a of, fantastic player, yeah, like, he's a I, I'd kill, he's a, Legit, true, true, too. Yeah, but, but well, like I, two ones. I mean, he's he's averaging twenty-seven points a game, playing second fiddle. Yeah, he's playing really efficient basketball. He's like a he's like a one B, not not like a star name, but you know, star star production, no doubt. How about that? Can we compromise? So the Celtics yeah. are three to one, the Bucks are thirteen to two, Denver's fifteen to two, the Dallas Mavericks are now ten to one over Golden State, Philadelphia. The Clippers, the Grizzlies are twelve to one, and then you have Brooklyn, Cleveland, Phoenix, and the Lakers. Yeah. And that moved a lot even since yesterday, because right after the trade was made, they went, they only went to fourteen to one. The Mavs, and they they've moved again. Now maybe it could be a different uh, different casino given different odds. Now, how much is this is true belief in them, or like let's let's let's, hype. let's steal hype. people's no, yeah, money buying, off the hype? They're, they're they're buying hype. You're paying for hype right now. That's exactly what it is. Uh, they can't make an accurate judgment on the odds because they haven't seen it work. Don't they have to like guard? Don't they have to protect themselves though? Because we saw Luca and some guys get carried to the West Finals last year, and so if they go Luca, okay, plus Kyrie, who's this unknown of how locked yeah. in? So like at the very least, mm-hmm. it's I don't know how much it's trying to get people's money as much as it is like we got to cover ourselves because if we get a bunch of bets laid down now that Kyrie's here and we don't really adjust, we might lose money. Right, it's they have to protect themselves for sure. Uh, they they want to get enough bets on both sides. They want to make the odds where it's not too popping out there, eye popping. Uh, but also, they want to be able to steal some money. And you know, rule number one: fade the hype if you can. And a futures bet, bet against hype. Thirty-seven hundred tolos have voted so far. Are you happy with the deal, Bobby? What category would you have voted in? Yes, no. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I don't. 
I don't know that I take any of those three. It's like a combo of yes and no. Like, like it's good that you needed to do something to signal the Luca that you, Luca that you cared. You needed to get talent around him. We've all complained. Like, and by the way, Mark for all the uh, Mark Cuban for all the talk about like oh, we put great talent. What are you talking? About? Like this shows like you knew you had screwed up this yeah. off season. You didn't do enough to build around him. You didn't do enough to put talent around him. And so. From that angle, I like it, and it, it's a very talented player, but also it's it's such a dangerous... This isn't just like... So you don't know how to feel. Mm, I guess. <laughs> if you're yes, no, yeah, then you'd be in the third category. I, I feel both, though. I do feel both sides of it. Like, it's exciting. Like, you've got a legitimate star here, but you've also got one of the biggest cancers in professional sport. It's like History. him, him and Antonio Brown are the most assured ways of... This will not end well. You may, you know, Tampa Bay won a Super Bowl with Antonio Brown, but it wasn't going to end well, and they knew that. And that's that's sort of where you're at with Kyrie Irving now. Now, I'm excited to see, because there's still questions, I think, about, let's look at all the off-the-court stuff, just their play styles. It's really tough to get two ball-dominant wings to play well together. We've talked about that consistently over the last, you know, through the summer and then up through this season. Yeah. And so what is, just outside of even the off-the-court off questions, what does that mesh look like? How do they play together? Do they play? Now, Kyrie's got a history. He's had LeBron with a high usage rate, you know, kind of controlling things and, and being able to work with that. He and James Harden played really well together uh, during the time where Kevin Durant was out. They, play, they played 19 games together without KD in the 2021 season, and Kyrie averaged 30-6 and six and had a 61% true shooting percentage. So he showed he could play with another ball dominant player. And Harden is not a carbon copy, but it's a lot of yeah, similarities in the Luka's game. Luka, the most minutes in the league, highest usage rate in the league. Hopefully this helps there a little bit. But, you know, this, my one of my worries is this could expose Luka Doncic. He has not had to play with anyone like this. Uh, if he doesn't share with Kyrie or he's still hogging and Kyrie gets ticked off and we see body language at the end of games, what message does that send to the rest of the league with any other potential players that would want to play with 77? So that's in the back of my mind of how's Luca gonna, how's Luca gonna share? Yeah. I mean, there is a, there is a James Harden aspect, a, a big one and a, and a Russell Westbrook aspect to Luca's game. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he has the ball. He has to have the ball. Uh, it's kind of a black hole when it goes to him. He's been a, we've been able to justify it so far because you're playing with bums. But now, yeah, but now you got to stud. Yeah. And, and and you know, Mark Spears made the point yesterday uh, with CA and Alec that, um, like he's never you know Luke is now playing with a guy who's accomplished a lot more than he has in the NBA, or more than he has that he can't just sit there and you know, look down on Kyrie as as a basketball player. He has to have a little bit of respect for Kyrie's game. Sure. And and that, that may help him out. It may help him out. But, you know, to answer the question you posed to Bobby, you know, which 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 one was I? Uh, yes, I'm on a yes. And I'm on a yes. I, 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 you have to do it. And which one, if you had to gamble, has a better chance of winning the title, today or Saturday's team? Oh, today. 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 It's not even close. Not even close. I mean, as 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 nice of a player as Spencer is, you know, Kyrie Irving is just on a different level. He's a wizard. He can be at least. Uh is he quirky? Yeah. Is is does he say things that is like, oh no, please don't say that. Of course. 
Uh, but I mean, you can make the argument he's the biggest enigma in the history of sports. Forget about like now today, like the history of sports. Um, but what are you going to do with the terminal prognosis? <laughs> How much life are you going to live in yeah. the year, year and a half, and maybe two years? Mark Spears, NBA insider, was on with the only show in town that was live and local covering Kyrie to the Mavs, Mark Spears on Kyrie being an offensive nightmare. It also takes a lot of pressure off, Luca, because before, and I remember covering a Warriors series, like the Warriors knew where the ball was going. If you just, like, slow Luca down and make the rest beat you, you're going to beat Dallas. Now Kyrie is a problem. He's an absolute problem offensively. He's a dynamo with the ball. He, he, he could give you 40 on there any given night. He could also hit game-winning shots. So I think this is the first time Luka is also going to play with a player that can look him in the eye. Like, I've done more than you. I've been more successful than you. Kyrie brings instant respect from the star, and good luck trying to defend these guys, especially when you add, you know, Christian Wood to the mix as well as, you know, Hardaway is still there, Bullock's still there shooting. Uh, they got weapons, man, and this is this is a scary team. Now, look, this is also bringing up a lot of Brunson bitterness. There was a lot of that yesterday. Man, if we just would have re-signed Jalen, then you would not have had to mortgage anything. You could have tried to add a third and final piece. Maybe Christian would. Who knows? But it brought up a lot of Jalen Brunson bitterness. I got lucky this year that he did not make the all-star team because I was going to be on freezing cold takes saying we'll never see you at an all-star game. <laughs> I'm going to be wrong. It's just a matter of when. So thank you to the voters for saving me one year. But here's Mark Spears, the Mavs, finally able to replace Jalen. I mean, I don't know that there's anything more they need to do. If anything, they got to, you know, figure out a guy, how to get those two guys on the same page. And so, you know, it's, it's certainly understanding and expected to hear responses like, well, there's only one basketball, right? How, how are they going to make it work with only one basketball? Well, you, you don't make this deal unless Luca is okay with it, one. Two, perhaps over these last couple months, when you see what the team missed without Jalen Brunson, you start thinking to yourself, man, <laughs> one, he's sitting to the left. Yeah. But two, we need something like that. And they got somebody, with all due respect to Jalen Brunson, who's better arguably the best point guard in the league. So there's Mark Spears. How do you make it work? You, like, that, that's, that's, that should not stop you from making a deal. You get the most talented players you could possibly find or find around. It, it's kids' job to figure out how to make this thing work. In the half court, it's going to be more difficult. In the transition, it's easy. Find the open man on the outlet and go. And both guys can control the, control the point. They can control the game with the basketball. When you get in the half court, it's going to be, I mean, this is slow offense to begin with. Yeah. And it's there's going to be some stop-down moments, especially early on. They're talented enough to figure it out. It's just, you know. I don't care about the offense. I'm not worried about that. They're going to score 140 a game, man. are they going to stop anybody? They still want to deal Christian Wood because of the defensive end and some professionalism issues. I heard Tim McMahon, uh, who I don't know whether I paid for his podcast yesterday on accident or not, uh, but Tim McMahon was saying, yeah, they're still not in love with Christian Wood at all. Okay, so you have you have three guys out there who are thought to be absolute Swiss cheese. You lose by far your best perimeter defender. You got to wait. A lot of pressure on Maxi coming back defensively mm-hmm. unless they can 
they can add some defensive help and some role guys before the deadline. That is what I'm hoping for. I'm not the offense will be fine. How the hell are you going to stop anybody? Uh, that's that's true. Now, I will say one thing, and I and I was surprised to see this. Kyrie has more defensive win shares this year than Finney Smith. That surprised mm. me. Yeah, it surprised me a lot. Um, now maybe Dorian has taken a step back, and you know we people are usually late to see the fall off, but um, it may, may, now maybe that happened. Who knows? If you're going to trade Christian Wood, like I know you need to improve on defense and you go, ah, Christian Wood's a bad defender, so that'll improve us if we get rid of him and add somebody who's stronger. Well, at that point, you're also going to need to fix your rebounding, though. Whoever you bring in here is also going to have to rebound because you can't if Christian Wood's gone. You have nobody other than Luka. Yep. That's the, it. The Warriors were punishing the Mavs, like putting up season highs for damage done in the paint the other night when they won and Steph Curry got hurt. He's going to be out for multiple weeks which should help the Mavs in the Western Conference seeding going up against the Warriors and others. The Mavs currently are six in the West, but this thing fluctuates day to day. They were fourth the other day. Uh, they're two games behind Sacramento for the number three spot. Now they have Kyrie Irving. They have taken over the headlines from the Dallas Cowboys, who made their offensive coordinator official over the weekend. Let's talk about that and an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway around the corner on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, Metroplex. It is Kyrie Day here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. We are excited for the record. 
The Mavericks are interesting. They're compelling. They're now must-see TV. And I think you have a better shot to win the championship than you did 48 hours ago, even though I don't think it's going to happen. But now you're must-see TV. No doubt about it. And hopefully Luka Doncic is happy before they get on the floor. We will hook you up with Adam Sandler tickets that I already paid for like an idiot a few months ago. He is performing in the Metroplex. We're going to hook you up with that all week long during the Expressway right after headlines at 7 a.m. But on Saturday, as we were out at Fan Bowl, the Dallas Cowboys made their offensive coordinator official. It is Brian Schottenheimer as expected Bobby, give us the details, and then RJ will torpedo this with his uh, lack of excitement. Yeah, I think this is something we all had figured was the odds-on favorite was going to be Schottenheimer. Um, and, you know, they they went through their, their cursory interviews with uh, Thomas Brown and Jeff Nixon. And, you know, those guys who cursory. are running backs. Yeah, cursory. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's a, just a word uh, that he used to sound smarter than both of us. No, it is. Which it's a, is. Uh, it, it's a, he, they, they were just uh, trying to, to check off a list, I guess, there. Uh, but Brian Schottheimer, I mean, he was, he was always the most logical choice for offensive coordinator, uh, especially with the work that he did for the Cowboys last year. So his job as a, I can't remember what his exact title was, senior offensive analyst or offensive, uh, you know, yeah. assistant or whatever it was. Uh, his job was every week, let's say they were 49ers game, for instance. They're going into the 49ers game. Dan Quinn looks at, or Dan Quinn's getting ready to prep for the week. Brian Schottenheimer would look at the 49ers personnel. He would look at the Cowboys personnel, and he would come up to Dan Quinn and say, Dan, if I was the offensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, here is how I would use their personnel to attack you. Here's an entire game plan that I would create. And then he gives the game plan to Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn. It's actually like a good it's a good role to have on your staff. And so then Dan Quinn can sort of prep for, all right, what does an offensive coach see about my defense with this personnel matched up? So in a way, he was already making game plans throughout the year. He was keeping up with league trends in doing all of that. And so he will... He'll be in charge of the install Monday through Saturday. He'll be in charge of, you know, putting plays in and, and helping with all of that. But ultimately, I think this signals what Jerry had said, what we've heard reported with certainty is that Mike McCarthy is going to call the plays. Uh, look, I don't hate the move. I'm just not excited by Brian Schottenheimer. He's a little boring for me. Uh, he did, to his credit, uh, lead three of the 50 50- Highest offensive scoring efficiency seasons in the league since 2017. Um, they over all three overperformed the league by at least 11. percent That's good. Uh, however, he is. Oh man, he loves to run the football. Man, he loves to run the football. He invented ground to pound uh, with the Jets. <sighs> he invented that. Uh, you know, I, I just went and looked, and this was on social media. So uh, t- take that for what's worth. But. <laughs> This was true. This is this is accurate stuff. You know, when he was with Washington, he was the QB coach. They were twenty eighth in offense. When he was with the San Diego uh, Superchargers with Drew Brees, uh, Brees got better every single year. That's a plus for him. Mm-hmm. But it was also probably the worst part of Drew's career. However, he was very very young. So there you go. With the Jets, he was there for five years, oh six to eleven. Uh, they were not great. Uh, they had good seasons. You know, they won games defensively. Uh, and he had Favre, and they were really good that year until Favre's arm tailed off. Uh, he had three years with the Rams. They never were in the top 20 of offense. Bad teams, though. Bad teams. He went to Georgia uh, with uh, Mark Richt, who lost his job that year. They were 85th in offense at Georgia. 
He went to Seattle. The less let Russ cook days. Yeah. Uh, you know, Which, by was, the way, was insulting to the Seattle staff. The let Russ cook yes. was he was being bottled up, contained. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, now, they were okay. They won some games. They went to the playoffs. You know, Russ, Russ, Russ was a good player then, but they were also not great. And then he went to Jacksonville last year. And that was a dumpster fire. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dock him for that. I mean, they were with uh, you know Urban Meyer, who was a lunatic. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, but but they were also 32nd in offense with the overall number one pick. It was a rookie, so you know, I'm not excited. I'm not, I don't hate it, but I'm not sitting there like, oh baby, we got Brian Schottenheimer. You know, it's not a young, cool, hip, you know, uh, you know fun yeah. or uh, you know, unique hire. It's I think they're gonna, I think this means they're going to run the ball more. Either one of your head coaches likes the hire. Because Dan Quinn was going to take him to Denver in all likelihood. And Mike McCarthy obviously talks so much about Marty Schottenheimer, how that is his, yeah, like, uh, like, like that's his, uh, yeah, that's his mentor. And so McCarthy was going to be cool with the hire. If uh, we're a year from now, Dan Quinn will be probably cool with the hire. It totally feels like one of these just ingrained, boring people that gets recycled for the rest of his, you know, NFL life. Right. I'm trying yeah. to think of an NBA coach who's an equivalent, uh, John Lucas is not boring, uh, but I'm just trying to think of some other guys who get these uh, head coaching jobs. And look, th- this to me takes us back to the question that you and I were on the same side of choppy. I'm sure Bobby was because he is uh, the big Dak head in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys need to run the ball more to protect their quarterback. And I think this is what is going to happen for the upcoming season. Uh, don't know what you're going to do at running back yet, but I think Mike McCarthy is going to say, we are going to throw it less, we're going to run it more, and we're going to protect our quarterback because we know he is not an A-plus a difference maker, especially against the better, better teams. That's what, that's what the tea leaves appear to be telling us. And I am now kind of going back to the opposite side of where I was to start the year. And I was like, no, throw, throw, throw. Dak Prescott can do it. And now I'm like, okay, maybe he does need a little bit more protection with the game plan around him. One of my favorite tweets from last year was in December where they, it was a just a highlight play of, well, highlight. It was Russell Wilson throwing an awful interception against the Chiefs. And uh, this tweet went viral. Somebody quote tweeted the video and said, all right, guys, maybe Brian Schottenheimer was actually good. <laughs> that's the way you, you kind of look at it. You go, I mean, we gave Pete Carroll so much praise this year for, man, you. That was also Russ at the end, we think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. not during his prime. We, we we all were like, Pete Carroll, you are a dynasty. I don't know if that gets Pete Carroll off the hook for prime Russ versus, like, Russ at the end in Seattle with that final year and then this one year in Denver. Well, I mean, 18 to 20 when he was, when Schottenheimer was in charge of of the offense, those are Russell Wilson's best years by far. It's not even close. Those three years with Brian Schottenheimer, he played the best football he ever has. And it started going downhill in 21 when Schottenheimer left. Now that's chicken or the egg probably, but at least it's it's something you can point to and go, all right, well, this is just the facts. Is it is it indicative yeah. of anything? We don't know, but it's at least something that's interesting to look at. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line as Brian Schottenheimer has been finalized as the Cowboys' official offensive coordinator. Some Cowboys on your television yesterday for the Pro Bowl. Geno Smith with Dalvin Cook next to him. In rhythm. Dime, C.D. Lamb. This NFC team is on 
Five. I mean, the, uh, look at it. The entire oh, NFC team has left the, bis- the bench to go out there and celebrate that catch by CeeDee Lamb. Pat McAfee with the boring Kirk Herbstreet on the call on ABC. Bobby, uh, I know that you were too good to check out any of the previous festivities, like the tug of war mm-hmm. or tossing water balloons. Yep. Did you look at a second of the flag football yesterday? Yes, I think I looked at uh, roughly 120 seconds. I think that's what totaled up to the highlights that were retweeted into my timeline. <laughs> and so that's what I, I Why saw. Why couldn't you just turn it on to give it a shot? Because I don't care. I want to get it's rid disgusting. of a stupid game. And and like they I did mean, get rid of it. No, I want to get rid of the stupid event. I don't want. I don't want the event in general to exist. It's just it's it's dumb, and I I don't like these little gimmicky things that they're trying to do to save it. It's like don't give me the gimmicks. Just if you want to name the team, name the team. But let's let's quit with like trying to make a game work. The flag football was much better than the actual game. I don't know why. Uh, it seemed like they were trying and they were competing. They were having a ton of fun. I will say this. I'm not happy about this if I'm an NFL owner or general manager. What, Miles Garrett break, uh, dislocating his toe? Someone pulling a hamstring? Like, they're they're competing way too hard out there. They're competing way harder in this than the actual Pro Bowl. Get these guys off the damn field. Heck no. Get them off of the field if I have all my millions tied into yeah. them. Now, the good news is, like, you pull a hammy in January, yeah. February, you'll be fine. Uh, you know, the ACL, that you know that, that that's a different one, uh, obviously. They played on grass, Sean, so it shouldn't have been an issue. Um, they, look, this That's is getting... Titans. Ra- I know, right? This is getting rave reviews. Rave reviews. It is. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, what, Bobby? I told you. Flag football, a hit with players at the revamp Pro Bowl. That's the second story uh, on ESPN.com. Uh, greater intensity than recent years. Yeah. NFC's first victory, uh, and the first NFC victory since 2017. 58,000 fans. Like, they were more competitive than the standard game. Yes. I love it. Uh, now, my kids play flag football, and my older one also plays like middle school, like tackle. There is no doubt, flag football is is infinitely more entertaining than the tackle version for me. I love the skill positions. I love seeing these guys have space, room to move. I loved, I loved this. Now, it was a little bit double dairy. Remember that show? Of course, double dare. Like, the whole week, it had a little double dare feel to it. But the kid, you know, like. You know, my kid was so into watching this. Mm. We were at baseball practice when this thing started, and he was like, I can't wait to go home and watch the rest of the Pro Bowl. Mm. He didn't watch sports. Like, they don't watch sports. They don't watch games. They watch highlights on YouTube. Yeah. But he wanted to watch. I mean, it's it's something that, look, flag football is naturally going to be really entertaining with athletes like yeah. that because there's not the, all right, 11 on 11, everybody's got to do their job. And if one person doesn't do their job, it's a, it's a total mistake. There's not the same strategy involved. I did love. I saw the highlight of Trevor Lawrence throwing the interception. Uh, Mike was when chasing Mike, him. Who I don't know who it was. If it was Herb Street or Pat or who, but who was trying to give the analysis of. And, and look, you see what a great call here, Demarcus Ware taking Micah Parsons, sending him to go after, just scheming this up. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, shut up, stop. Like, let's not pretend like he's scheming anything up. Right. It was fun though, and they were competing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a give up. All you got to do, just 80 percent. NBA All-Star talking to you as well. If, if the NBA All-Star game could figure out a way to simulate this effort, maybe it could be somewhat watchable. Probably never going to happen, uh, but that was good. Big improvement, big win, I think, for the National it, Football and League. And it's also clear, like, this game was not targeted to to 
40, 50, 60 year old. This game was targeted to kids. The flag football was targeted to with, with, the, with the way that some of the events were. It was not necessarily targeted to us. The no. target was the younger the younger audience, and, and that's fine. And the players. And the players. The players had more fun with it. 877-881-1053. If you all want to leave your review, if you even watch the Pro Bowl activities that concluded yesterday here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. All right, what else could the Mavericks do in order to make you feel good about the other side of of the basketball. We have NBA insiders with their takes on how Kyrie to the Mavs happened and what could be next. That is headlines plus an Adam Sandler ticket giveaway for you being a Tolo after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.